Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. And we've been engaged in conversations over these last few episodes with different staff changes and at FBC. And we were able to hear from the Den Hartog family um, most recently, but we've gone back and talked to McNutts, Pearsons, Sant Myers. And here I have a young couple with me that is recently engaged. And I'm really curious to hear the stories that go beyond this. But I have Ben Sanford with me. You are on staff here at FBC. Mm -hmm. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, man? Good, good, good. And with me, introduce this person to your left. <laughs> yeah, so this is my fiance, Ashley LeMay. Hey, um, Ashley. Hi. How, thanks for coming in and saying hello and having this conversation. And it's going to be exciting to get to know you guys. Yeah, yeah, of course. So the, the first key questions you just said, fiance. So right. I've yeah. got to hear the story. Before we can get into kind of what you do here <laughs> at FBC, Ben, I want to know kind of how did you guys get connected? Yeah. I mean, well, we, we met uh, briefly at uh, an outdoor FSAT. Mm -hmm. And then Ash was helping her mom pass some lyric sheets around. And, oh. you know, she caught my eye. And I was like, oh, <laughs> who's this? Yeah. And then uh, yep. uh, we ended up uh, officially meeting at Keystone mm -hmm. the next week, I guess. Yeah. And then. Yeah, like a movie night or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. We, and through these podcasts, we've heard that Keystone is the young adult. Ministry right. here yep. at FBC and mm -hmm. Caleb Pearson and Hannah were on earlier. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. got you've been connected with Keystone mm -hmm. um, for yeah. a little while as well since they've began. Mm -hmm. But walk me through. So you you met each other at a fellowship Saturday. So this is a very and then Keystone. So a very church centered. Oh yeah. Relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. And Ashley, you've. You're not new to FBC. No, so no. So how long have you been attending the church here? I've been here for 17 years. Yeah. Yeah, so since I think I was had just turned nine when, when my family came this way. Growing up in the church. Yep. And so you've been through the process of going through children's ministry and youth mm -hmm. ministry and now young adult, and you, you're still local. So yeah. you still live in town. Yep. You didn't move away. No, no. I Once I met, I thought about moving around, but once I met Ben, I decided I wanted to stay here. Wow. So yeah. Look at that, Ben. I won. <laughs> <Good> I won. <laughs> Success. So Ben, give me a quick history of where you've been because you, you've been here at church for a couple of years, but even before that, um, and you've, you've shared some of this even on the Sermon Spotlight, you've been a couple of guest hosts sure. on the Sermon yeah. Spotlight, but recap like where you're from and what drew you to Winchester. Yeah. So I... Um, Grew up in uh, a missions organization. Uh, my parents were part of New Tribes Mission at the time. Now it's Ethnos 360. Um, so we kind of bounced around. I spent the most uh, years of my life in Arizona. Hmm. At um, They have an aviation training base down there. So then uh, after Arizona, I went to Bible school in Michigan and then finished a, a bachelor's in um, linguistics at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. And then got plugged in with the church because I was looking for internships to do. Um, Moody requires you to do some some sort of internship at the end of your mm -hmm. degree program. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, somebody from the Mead family who married one of my closest friends okay. um, recommended that I give Mark Carey a call. And the Meads go to so, church here. The Meads go to church here, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I gave Mark Carey a call looking for just a summer internship and uh, ended up hearing about the nine-month mentorship program that we had going on at the time. Had you even been to Virginia before that uh, phone call? No, no, I hadn't. No, so this is, so this is a new 
it was place. yeah it was brand new and you know i came from a small church so mm-hmm. something like this felt like just a huge you know mega church yeah. at the time yeah so when you came you were it was this mentorship program where you right. partnered with other people and was there other person there going through that with you yeah kaylin dreyer i i'm sure some people listening here know the dreyer family yeah. um kaylin and i went through it together and it was you know, the cool thing about it was we got integrated with different ministries within the church. So we were part of missions and um, kind of being discipled by some of those guys. And then Don met with us and Mark Carey met mm-hmm. with us regularly. And um, we got to be part of family life and uh, youth for a time. And it was it was just a cool kind of introduction to the church, you know, for nine months. Hmm. And just many of you guys watching and listening might not even know that that's a program that exists. And, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. again, it's very intentional, I, I believe, to right. really find one or two key people to kind of say this is a mentorship program, learn about how church exists kind of sure. behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after nine months, you know, you can you can go back and go other places, but you stayed here in Winchester. Yeah, so well, how did that turn out? <laughs> so is it all the so it's all very merging of stories here. Yeah. So yeah, Ashley, I'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. Walk me through this process of the relationship that you guys had, and mm-hmm. how did he propose? Because that's always <laughs> yeah. a different story. <laughs> well, it was funny because I was gone for I think eight weeks in Nashville for a clinical. So I would say a good the good beginning of our relationship was. Um, through like Skype calls while I was out in Tennessee. So you say clinical. Yeah. Give me a quick rundown of what that is for you. I just, uh, that was for uh, my doctorate in physical therapy. Hmm. Um, So I just graduated from that and I'm I'm working now, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Getting paid. Um, Yeah, but uh, so that's, I was finishing, I think my second clinical, which is essentially, it's kind of like an internship, but it's more hands-on. You're actually allowed to like work with people. So Hmm. I did that for eight weeks out in Nashville um, and then we started dating while I was out there and, uh, mm-hmm. officially dating when I came back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. How did I propose? Oh, right. Yeah. So he actually, yeah. uh, talked to my dad two weeks before I thought he was going to talk to him. And so I had, I had no idea it was coming. I thought it was going to be like probably April or something before he proposed. Those were the worst two weeks yeah. of my entire life. I couldn't understand why he was like so exhausted and like oh. avoiding conversation with me at some points, but it was yeah. because of that. Um, <laughs> but like my parents knew and they were kind of weird too. Like they were exhausted. Everyone was exhausted we were with all, me. We yeah. were all lying to her about, yeah, uh, about it. Yeah, so, so, so mental anguish. Oh, oh yeah, it was, there was a lot of it uh, for everyone. But yeah, um, except for me, which was great. But <laughs> um, he took me to... Um, uh, the Arboretum. Where what is What's the, it called? It's out. Blandy um, Farm. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he took yeah. me out to Blandy Farm. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because he was walking so fast <laughs> to, to get to a very specific part of Blandy Farm, which was weird to me because he had, in my mind, he had never been there before. But he had gone the week before with my sister to scope it out. Right. And she uh, was hiding in bushes somewhere, um, or actually hiding in the bamboo section. It dressed in all green, so I never saw her until like the last minute. But uh, she was taking pictures the whole oh, time. Cool. Yeah, he took me to the bamboo section, and um, gosh, it was like such a blur. You like, Part I almost of, didn't go in because I didn't think we were allowed to, yeah. and I'm like a strict rule follower. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we have got to go into this. <laughs> Get me into this forest. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I actually did go in because I didn't want to yeah. be like a party pooper. And so. pop the question. Yeah, pop well, the question. And said yes. Part of right. what was so difficult about that was I, we, 
So I had decided on a ring earlier that week yeah. on like a Monday. Mm-hmm. So I went in to, to buy the ring on Tuesday and they said it's not going to be in for two and a half weeks or so. And we had like with her mom works here, Angie, mm-hmm. works in our- At um, Yeah. <clears throat> so her mom and dad and sister and I were planning out kind of how this was all going to work. And we had a surprise party planned for her afterwards with mm-hmm. my family coming into town. Yep. So everything was like banking on me proposing to her on this specific Thursday in lieu of, you know, that weekend yep. working out for a party. Well, then they tell me that the ring won't be in for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. So- <laughs> Thankfully, Cooper's Jewelers, guys, if you're looking for any sort of ring, yeah, shame. they Shameless are the plug. best. They're the best. They, they got a ring in. We researching just advertisements for these podcasts. Oh, my word. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, we could get sponsored so fast. They got a ring in like two days. Yeah. And so 30 minutes before we had this date planned where I was going to propose to her, I get a call that it's finally done. And so, I mean, it was just, it was exhausting and super mm-hmm. stressful to try to figure out. And the okay, weather, I'm assuming, good. was at least acceptable. Oh, it was. It was, beautiful. It was yeah. great yeah. weather. It was like the nicest day of the week. It was the one day Perfect. in the week that was like 60 sunny and, and sunny. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. So w- when was this? How long ago? That was February, late yeah. February. I think right? February 15th. Okay. Yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when do you have a date of when the wedding is going to happen? Yep. October 15th. Yeah. Yep. Right around the corner. Just mm-hmm. coming up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Planning is going okay. It is. It is. We we got most of the planning done in the very beginning because I was uh, I'm still studying for my licensure exam, so we made sure to get all the big stuff out of the way so that I could focus on studying. So it's almost done. Yeah. 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 Now it's just making sure we don't forget all the little details yes. that have to be in place. You know. You never know. There's right. always something right. that pops up. Have yeah. m- not just. Quick word of advice, have many people help you. Oh, we have <laughs> yeah. so many people on our team. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> That's good. We have, That's good. Yeah. Well, it's exciting to get to know you guys. And, and you know, for for people watching and listening, lately we've been having very well-known people and faces on this podcast that have worked here for years. Mm-hmm. And so, Ben, you're still fairly new and we right. want to get to know you because recently you, you, know, so you came out of the mentorship, got a part-time position. Mm-hmm. And now you're into a full-time role. So walk me through what that has been for you over these last sure. couple of years and, and even define your position title. Sure. So my title right now is technical director. Um, so basically that means that I work um, alongside Rose Locke and you and Mike and the whole um, – uh, it, it's it's basically I'm, I'm an implementation guy. So mm-hmm. the – production vision that is laid out by um, Rose and Mike and and the planning team. Within the worship ministry. Right, within the worship yeah. ministry. Then I'm my job is to work closely with Rose to make sure that, um, you know, our the artistic side of our services are reflecting the content that we're trying to bring across. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that includes training volunteers, <clears throat> the kind of down to uh, the, the technical side of, you know, running the soundboard and um, looking for new equipment, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's more so. than just a button pusher. Right, yeah. And, and, you know, people sometimes don't even think about this world. But sure. one little technical glitch oh. is a mm-hmm. distraction in mm-hmm. a worship service, which then can disengage the congregation right. or, or somebody at any given time. So the behind-the-scenes button pushers, if you want yeah. to call them that, are so valuable. So you're you're saying that you're going to be a button pusher, but there's a team. There, sure, so yeah. So kind of working with the whole group of people who are currently existing and serving right 
walk me through kind of what your vision is of how can <laughs> how can this church grow in that in this capacity? Because sure. you are fairly new here, so you don't have a historical perspective of what we've always done. Sure. Yeah. What, yeah. What's your What's your vision for? I mean, this job. I would I would love to see. I think you know you you said it that you almost have to communicate that bushing button pushing is important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That um, it's not just hey we need somebody to come up here and run this, but hey, we want our worship services to be as distraction-free as possible so that people can really engage with um, <clears throat> what the Lord is trying to communicate to us. And so I would I would love to see uh, our current team now, um, as well as new volunteers that come in, be able to take ownership of the positions that they're in and recognize their um, importance uh, to what the Lord has uh, in what the Lord has gifted them to be able to use that to serve the body in that mm. way. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think really we have done a, a good job of that up to this point. Yeah. I would just oh, like absolutely. to continue I, I, that. I would emphasize that. I mean, yeah. just the, what the teams over the many years have done mm-hmm. to, to grow in learning the technology and, and accomplishing kind of pulling off the worship services has been enormous. And sometimes you go away and experience other church worship services. Sure. Things yeah. stand out. And then you come back home, you're like, wow, okay, mm-hmm. I, now I can really even more appreciate yeah. what goes yeah. on behind the scenes. Right. And and even since you've been here, things have changed. We've mm-hmm. had COVID, we've had different things yeah. happening. Give me one or two little quick stories or, or things that we've had to install and implement since you've been here that have enhanced this position and enhanced the worship times. Oh, my word. I mean, even... Uh, so one of the main things that popped into my head right away was, you know, over, over the summer when COVID was really starting to ramp up, we went to outside services for FSAT, Hmm. which meant a ton of new equipment. And then we went to, we had, you know, outside services for the whole church on the other side of the building. And so we had to buy, I mean, new computers and new, uh, mixers and all sorts of stuff. And then, uh, develop our whole streaming component, which wasn't really part of our practice here. Live stream was not. Yeah. Right. So that's and a new thing too. Shout out to Rose Locke, who mm. fronted a lot of that work and really put, I mean, countless hours into making sure that uh, we would be able to serve the body of FBC that wouldn't be able to meet mm. with us in person mm-hmm. and quickly. I mm-hmm. mean, it was it was really incredible. At the time I was part-time and just more of an administrative assistant. Um, and it was incredible to see all of that come together just so quickly. Yeah, and then seeing, okay, there's, okay, naturally bound to have mistakes and glitches that occur, but then to continue to, continual improvement, I guess mm-hmm. would be the mm-hmm. the phrase that we're constantly looking for right. that. And to right. have a new platform that, um, you know, John Van Drun and Mike Lukens, Roselock, and we're able to find that there's this website that is a great platform to have live stream yeah. occur where you can have a bible app you can have the sermon notes you can have the live stream happen you can have interaction right. during the service i find that to be fascinating and oh yeah you know so the level of improvement that's happened tech from a tech standpoint mm-hmm. since even you've been here ben i think has been enormous yeah incredible and it's just it's an honor to be able to be a part of it moving forward yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah. Ashley, I'll look to you. So you, you guys mentioned Keystone. Mm-hmm. What what involvements have you had in this kind of a little change of conversation mm-hmm. over the last couple of years since you've gotten out of high school and now are a young adult? Now you're going to be planted here at FBC. You mm-hmm. know, what, what aspects and what roles, what passions do you have of where you're going to be plugged in? Well, I... Right now, I'm involved, like what you said, I'm involved in Keystone, and mm-hmm. then Ben and I also attend a community group. Um, <laughs> and that's something that I have done um, when I went to Liberty University for undergrad and then the University of Lynchburg for my doctorate. It was really important to me that I had community. Um, so I, I'm quite used to you know, going out on my own and um, finding good groups of people um, with like good, solid biblical foundation. But um, when I came back home because of because of COVID, um, all my classes got moved online. Um, so Keystone was a huge blessing to me because it was people my own age. Because a lot of the people that I was involved with back in Lynchburg were, you know, a lot older than me or, you know, were already married and had kids. So being in Keystone, it was really nice that I had people that were my own age that could like pour into me. Same life stage. Same, yeah, exact same life stage. Um, so for me, for future things, I want to get more involved in Keystone and help out with um, a lot of their events. Um, Cause I think both of us are already on the Keystone leadership team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously in this season of our life, we're a little bit busy, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, um, it just, it is life giving to me to be able to help people and work with people my own age and um, mentor people if, um, just through different stages of their life that I've kind of already gone through and um, and then just also seek to be poured into a community group. And Ben teaches a couple times at his community group. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to hear other people in his group um, teach the lessons and also uh, listen to Ben and um, learn from him as well. Yeah, it sounds like you both kind of value mm-hmm. church life. Yeah, and, and yeah. Being a lot. Part of the body yeah. and being connected and plugged in. I mean, Ben, you were pursuing that. You were seeking that out, coming out of Right, that was mm-hmm. the whole reason of coming here yeah. Yeah. was to really get that, yep. yeah. And having a heart for, you know, reaching out to others, I think is important too, to say, okay, Mm -hmm. we're not just going to come to Keystone just to like receive, but then now that you're realizing, okay, this is a valuable ministry, you Mm -hmm. were able to kind of get connected and meet each other that way. And now you can pursue other people. What, just I'll focus on Keystone for a second, you know, how, how is that going right now? How are you guys growing? What, what new opportunities are there for young adults who may be watching or listening? Sure. I it, I mean, it's it's grown pretty exponentially even since we met, which mm-hmm. was about a year ago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in terms of opportunities, the thing that I love about Keystone is that you know it's um, you'll you'll often hear Caleb say that we're our intention is to be a community centered around the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Of specifically of people our own age, um, and so you find that that leaves it pretty open-ended in terms of there are times when we're, um, we have Bible study and, and sing a few worship songs and that's our night. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where just yesterday we had a, just a pool party yeah. with everybody and it, you know, just hanging mm-hmm. out and building community. And then we'll go on hikes to Bears Den and, mm-hmm. and have a Bible study up there or just have mm-hmm. breakout prayer times or mm-hmm. there's, it's, it's able to have some variety um, but the whole goal is to build that community for people who yeah. are looking for that with with people their own age. That's great. Yeah, and if you're been around the last couple of months, recently we had the high school graduation recognition, and mm-hmm. Keystone was a big part of that, mm-hmm. where there is this element of okay, you're not just graduating and then going into 
nowheresville sure. <laughs> as yeah. a 18-year-old. Yeah. But even if you are going to college, Keystone is a home here, mm -hmm. your home base, your home mm -hmm. church that you can continue to stay connected in. So anywhere in that range of 18 to you know, 29, 29 30 yeah. or so yeah. that mm -hmm. you're going to have a core group of people mm -hmm. to lean on. And right, mm -hmm. right. You guys are going to be part of that process to kind of say, come on. Yeah. Be yeah. part of it. That's, yeah. that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, and the atmosphere of it is very, it's very much like we're all a family, which is something that's, I feel like it's hard for people our age. Um, I mean, you go to some uh, young young adult groups and they can be clicky, um, but I feel like mm -hmm. Keystone has so many different people in a variety of um, life situations and everyone just gets along really well mm -hmm. and everyone loves each other. And the atmosphere of Keystone is like, we do things, uh, as a Keystone group, but there also, there's a lot of encouragement to do things outside of Keystone. So like people right. organizing their own trips with people that they haven't met yet, but I mean, it's open to everyone. There's people that go downtown to minister to hmm. the residents downtown and just pray mm -hmm. for them, pray with them, just ask them about their lives and um, just kind of show Jesus to people. And that's mm -hmm. totally outside of Keystone. So it's, it's really cool to see how um, Keystone has been impacting people because of the focus on focus on the Bible. Yeah. And encouragement too, to, mm -hmm. to jump into community groups with mm -hmm. other people who are, yeah. you know, not your own age yeah. that we can learn from and people that we can also, that might be younger that we can mentor as well. Yeah. So, and that's why these conversations are valuable because it can be encouraging mm -hmm. to say, I'm a member, I'm a part of FBC, but to hear stories of actually life on life happening with people right. that you people might not know who you guys are. But now they mm -hmm. hear yeah. and see you, you're like, wow, there's actually ministry happening mm -hmm. in all parts of the church, you know, right in yep. the building, out of the building, with different ministries. And to say, okay, God is working through right. the yeah. lives of everyone here at this church. And to hear just personal testimonies is inspiring and it's encouraging. So mm -hmm. I'll ask you guys, you know, what, with all these stories, Ben, a new full-time job here. Ashley doing clinicals and finishing up schooling and getting mm -hmm. a job and getting engaged. And I mean, so many different things happening all at the same time. What has God shown you personally and maybe even as a couple over these last couple of months? You want to go first? Sure. Um, I would say for me, um, like probably the biggest thing I've learned throughout this entire uh, process is I'm just leaning on God's timing. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm the kind of person where I, I like things in a certain order, in a certain way, on a certain, uh, time schedule. Uh, and so it's, it's been a great learning experience that God has a better time schedule than I do. And he's a lot better at organizing it than I am. So, mm -hmm. um, trusting him with just the future, um, with me and Ben, with my schooling and with our wedding has been, it's, it's been an incredible comfort, um, to kind of to like learn to lean on him for not only things like that, but just for everyday instances, like, you know, just getting to work safely and um, enjoying, enjoying our time together and mm -hmm. enjoying the time that we spend with people and just learning to lean on God for everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd echo that in a lot of ways that I think a lot of this season has been an emphasis on what it means to trust and rely on the mm -hmm. Lord. Um, I feel like so often that, you know, is tossed out as this ethereal, unreachable concept, like mm -hmm. some difficult life circumstances come and 
you know, the Christian catchphrase is, well, just trust God. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> fleshed out. Like? Right. Yeah, what does that actually yeah. look like? And uh, I think the Lord is masterful at, um, through his word and through the the issues that we've dealt with and mm-hmm. outside circumstances that we've had to deal with as well. We've just seen, um, I've, I've seen, and I think I can speak for both of us, that He's just proven himself to be faithful to take Mm. care of all the details. He's proven Mm. himself to be faithful to grow us and to challenge us where we need to grow. And and just to uh, walk with him and learn what it means to walk with him has been a really sweet, Mm. um, encouraging time for me and restful, I think ultimately in the middle of, you know, it's, it's a crazy season for, sure. mm-hmm. with her licensure exam and both of us transitioning into new jobs and the wedding planning and all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just been a lot at once. And we've been able to just lay that down at the feet of God and, and rest on him to take care well, of those good things. for you to have that foundation and mm-hmm. that perspective now. Because I think that mm-hmm. <laughs> you can apply in your 40s, in your 60s, sure. yeah. in your 80s. Sure. That yeah. truth, I think, will apply. That there's this constant trust in God, mm-hmm. leaning on Him for all the details. Because things don't necessarily get easier. <laughs> right. <laughs> things don't yes. slow down. Yeah. Things don't, sure. you know, I mean, it, different seasons of life have different paces. But for me, I can look back and know that in difficult times, my wife and I leaned on saying, well, God intentionally led us to this point, you know, mm-hmm. so he's not going to drop us out of his hands now. Sure. Where it feels like he might be, mm. but we can still say, okay, look at all the steps where he was faithful to lead us to this point and he's going to get us through. Mm-hmm. And so that, that lesson I don't think ever changes. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Hold on yeah. to that thought. Yeah. Keep that. Mm-hmm. And, and as for all of us listening and watching, hearing your stories, you know, you can think back to moments in your life where God was faithful, mm. where God, um, encouraged you and what you, know, you might have a down season of your life you might be in a mm-hmm. valley right now you might be in a difficult time well look back to that faithfulness and that character mm-hmm. of god and he will get you through and i think that is that's an incredible truth so yeah yeah you guys are uh, an example of that mm-hmm. and, and we're looking forward to see what does god do with you guys as a couple mm-hmm. here in this body over the next months and years to come yeah and with your position ben it's exciting to see how there's the potential for that growth. So I'll just speak for you and say, we always need people to help serve. Yes. <laughs> we, we always need, yes. I mean, just because things look that they're working and functioning here at the church doesn't mean that like there's not holes and gaps in mm-hmm. locations of where your giftedness can be used. So anything reg- you want to voice to that? I mean, regardless of if you know absolutely nothing about anything up in the tech booth, that's fine. In fact, we're very happy with that because it means we can we can train you in the way that we do things without, mm-hmm. um, you know, having different philosophies mm-hmm. from from other perspectives. So it's yeah. I mean, if there's any uh, desire to join on on your part, uh, email me at bensanford at fbcva.org and yep. um, or Mark Mark F. At FBCVA. Throw my name in there too. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> yeah. to help. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's, again, I just. Whether say you that, want to or not, I, you're I, <laughs> No, but I say that there's always a need, but just mm-hmm. to have the willingness to serve and to you mm-hmm. know, come a little bit early on a Sunday morning, once or twice a month, mm-hmm. um, 
and to be a part of other special events, there's always opportunities. So I throw that out there as a concluding thought because mm-hmm. you never know what is going to spark an interest in somebody and they hear right. us talk technical details and it could be really boring to somebody, but it can be super exciting to somebody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited about what God's going to do with you guys mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. And you. for everyone watching and listening at home, at home or in your car, wherever you do that, all the podcast opportunities. We have the Global Church um, podcast. We have the Sermon Spotlight podcast. And here on this Fellowship family, just continue to, to tune in, subscribe to us, find us on all the different locations of where podcasts are found. You can go to fbcva.life slash podcast also. And it's exciting to, to see this Fellowship family podcast grow and to learn about our staff and the things to come stay tuned there's going to be more conversations to have down the road so thanks for watching and listening and until we chat again let christ be the focus of your life each and every day